You're listening to the Western Star Psychobilly Podcast Christmas Special from www.western-star.co.uk. Merry Christmas, one and all indeed. You are listening to the Western Star Psychobilly Podcast Christmas Special. That time of year has come. It is December. The festive season is on us. Now, I'm sure you're all sitting around on Christmas morning right now listening to this with your grandparents, your sons, your daughters, your aunties, uncles, because everyone needs a bit of psychobilly on Christmas morning. Or if you're Macaulay Culkin, you've probably woken up to find your family have disappeared. Or if you're Marv and the other guy, Joe Pesci, then watch out, guys, he's going to set traps for you. Home alone. But for everyone else, thank you for tuning in. I hope you're listening to this from the www.western-star.co.uk website. 
where you will have already seen that it's been revamped. It's got a whole new look, new shop, new gallery, new information, new podcast. It's all there. So if you're looking for that special present that Grandma won't forget, or you hear anything on this podcast that you like, then it's all available from the website, www.western-star.co.uk. So check it out. But down to business for this month's podcast, it is the Christmas special, and so here I have some Christmas facts. Santa's reindeers are called Bashful Doc, Dopey, Grumpy, Happy... Oh no, wait a minute, my mistake. No, they are in fact called Dasher Dancer, Prancer, Vixen, Comet, Cupid, Donna, Blitzen. That's Dasher Dancer, Prancer, Vixen, Comet, Cupid, Donna, Blitzen. For anyone who didn't hear the first time, that's Dasher Dancer, Prancer, Vixen, Comet, Cupid, Donna, Blitzen. Nah. Oh yeah, I'm Rudolph. In 1647, Christmas was banned because it was too happy for the Puritans. Well done, boys. And 34 to 36 million Christmas trees are produced every year to cope with the holiday demand. This is a public service broadcast. Bring you the things you don't know, don't need to know, and don't want to know about Christmas. But anyway, enough of that. I'm sure you're going to have enough of it rammed down your throat with turkey and spuds besides for the rest of your holidays... So let's talk about what we're all here for. First up was Henry and the Bleeders with Dear Santa, which was a special Christmas tune that they recorded for us at Western Star and it's going to be used on Bizarre Magazine Christmas um, Christmas Special Edition. So it'll be out on the CD, so check that out. Also, keep your eyes open for their new album, which is coming out on Western Star very soon. And when they came up to record the album... They got themselves into quite a lot of trouble. They basically ran riot around small villages in the southwest, terrorising B&B owners and the local constabulary. I spoke to them when they came and recorded the album, so there's a full interview coming up, as well as the full story of what happened on that infamous weekend. And that besides, there is the usual top-notch quality... Psychobilly coming out of Western Star. This is the eyelids with We Are the Undead.
So now we're going to go over to Henry and the Bleeders, a pre-recorded interview I did when they were working on their album. Here it is, Henry and the Bleeders at Western Star. Hi, I'm Quincy. I play uh, double bass in Henry and the Bleeders. And I'm Miles. I play drums for Henry and the Bleeders. So how long have you been together? Well, we've been together... Oh, bloody hell. Four, about four years. Yeah, 2004. We're brothers, so we've always played in bands. We sort of grew up, we played in a few punk bands, whatever was about, and then... About 15, 16, we got into a rockabilly and psychabilly. Yeah, and, I've always um, known Henry since lower school. Yeah, he we went to nursery and with Henry. We knew he was a good guitarist. Julian so. lives in the next village from us. Was Henry the same in nursery? Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's something wrong. There's a few nuts loose somewhere. He's got some screws rattling around loose in his head, I think. But no, it's great. It's just what we need for this, like a real wild front man. Gives it a focus and an edge. Yeah. yeah. We like to keep the rockabilly influence really strong in it and just a bit more aggression to sort of get our sound. Mm. But who, who are your influences? Warner Bats are big yeah. we play with them. And um, the Frantic, Flintstone. Anything from the sort of um, the real classic 80s, not not the real rockabilly based psychabilly, as well as uh, all the 50s rockabilly stuff. I mean, sort of hill, a lot of hillbilly stuff, Hank Williams y. Um, sort of the 40s hillbilly stuff and uh, 50s rockabilly and eight, 80s UK psychabilly, really. Yeah. So, you know, yeah. these are our main influences. So no Spando Ballet or anything? No, like no, that. no. <laughs> maybe, maybe that might be on the third album. Like. Yeah, when we evolve a little bit yeah. too far. Okay, so we're going to play um, a couple of new tracks from the session um, on the podcast. Uh, which ones would you like? Um, a song called The Ballad of Razor Smith. Uh, last time we were down here, uh, two years ago, I met a bloke who used to be um, sort of on the rockbilly scene. And he sort of saw out a quiff and that. He said, oh, are you into it? I said, yeah, I'll go and do some recording. And um, he said, oh, I've got this book at home for you that you can have. And it was, uh, I'd never heard of it. It was called A Few Kind Words and a Loaded Gun about um, a bank robber, a career criminal from London who uh, was a big part on the uh, Rockabilly revival. And uh, it was a great story, sort of tied in the underworld and Rockabilly. Yeah, I just wrote a song basically sort of putting his life into lyrics, you know, just sort of rewriting a book. And um, Kat, really really pleased with how it came out.
bands in this kind of thing, live is the main. It's the way you get your you get your name about. You get your reputation for live. You know, and if you can't play live, then you can't really record. If you haven't got it, when it's just the four of you, the raw bones. Yeah, because I think how can you come into a studio and put it down? Yeah, we've had a problem because our live performances are so sort of they're energetic and they're just on the spur at the moment. Uh, it's been quite difficult for us to sit down in the studio and record, but with this album it feels like we've captured the, the live feel as well as, because I mean, pretty much it's all sort of the first take. So the drums are just the energy and then everything over the top is just sort of the raw spur at the moment. So it's been, it's kept that feel to it. So, you know, it's, it's got the feel of when people come see us live, but hopefully the CD will capture that, which it does sound like so far. So that's, that's a good thing to have. Yeah. Emily's got his knob out. <laughs> I can hardly see it to be honest. <laughs> no, no, there's no. nothing to write home about. <laughs> it's starting to get going, and a lot of old older bands are reforming. There's a lot of tours and gigs going on. Because even when we started, there was nothing about. I mean, that was only no. four years ago. So there's a lot more going on, sort of with Speed Freaks, Ball, Bedlam Breakouts returning, yeah. and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, Mick's putting on Mick Geary's putting on more and more gigs, like Dingwalls, and he's he's giving us slots there. So yeah, we've got a lot of support from everyone. Really good support slots, like people like Guanabats and. Batmobile and that, so it's, it's generating, it's going going well. So now you're signed to Western Star, you're part yeah. of the Western Star family. Freaking brilliant. What are the plans for the future? What's the plans for the uh, future of Henry and the Bleeders? Just try and give us the album as much, sort of, you know, promote it and gig as much so we can get the album mm. out there, really. Like I said, get into Europe, get into America, just try and get some sort yeah. of solid touring going on. Work these new songs into our set, play our, our set mainly, these new songs, plus a few old ones, and just to, just to get the songs across and get people to pick up the CD and see what they think, really. So that was Quince and Miles from Henry and the Bleeders. I spoke to them whilst Henry and Julian were in recording. Then they all came in and told me about what had happened that night. Went out to dinner and thought we'd have a beer. Just a couple. Yeah, just, just, just a few. <laughs> like with a meal, you know, sort of social drinking. And uh, one led to another and Which another. Twelve. Yeah, another. Well, I can't really remember. So <laughs> after we'd finished up in the pub and went back to the room. I was uh I was having a smoke and uh it's obviously non smoking in there, as as most places are these days and um the well the alarm started going off. Mainly I was testing it. I got a bit I was sat on my bed. Health and safety though. Yeah. I was sat on my bed and it wasn't going off, so I thought I'd blow into it just to check, you know, if there was a fire. That it would, would go would, off. Would, would, be safe. would we be safe in the evening, yeah. And of course yeah. it did go off. And everything would have been alright, but uh, so when we returned, it's yeah. In the meantime, when they'd gone and come back, the um, fire alarm had been pulled out the ceiling, as well as the the light that was next to it. There was a uh, dangling down. Oh, I mean, <laughs> plaster all over the floor. Yeah, there yeah. was there was ceiling everywhere, <coughs> as Simon not said. So obviously the landlord came oh, over. Came and well, he he was alright with it because I said, oh, it's only a little bit of plaster and I'll put it in, and then his his wife. Well, I assume it was his wife, stuck her head yeah. round the door and just started going mental and started shouting about the police, called the police this and that, criminal damage. Asked us, you know, we said how much is it going to cost, we can go and get the money to cover it, uh, any cost that we've, we've induced, but they weren't, well, we went and tried to go and get the money. Yeah, he said, well, yeah, if you don't get £200 to cover the damage, then yeah, the police will be called. So they went to get the money, uh, Julian was driving, and in the meantime, the police had come anyway, so... <laughs> so I lost my licence. When the police... When we got back, police, they got said back. he was driving, Julian said he was, and uh, they duly um, removed his licence. He wasn't <laughs> insured. But no insurance. The van was on the road, so 
coppered, uh, put it, and parked it around the back. It gave, it gave the keys to the landlord, uh, and we were supposed to come back in the morning and get them. So we wandered off down the road, nowhere to sleep. We went onto a building site to try and sleep in this house. There we had a roof home in place. Yeah, so yeah, puddles everywhere, there's no floors. So we couldn't before. sleep no, next to the van, we couldn't sleep on the street, and we couldn't walk the streets. So anyway, we walked back to we're the pub. We were in a bit of a dilemma, really. <laughs> yeah, we said, what were we supposed to do? And they said, oh, you should have thought of that before. So we walked back to the pub. I can't really remember why we started. No, we just sort of decided we'd go back to the pub because we didn't really know where we were. And then when we got back, the landlord was outside and he said, um, here's your keys, get it off the premises. If anyone asks me, I'll say I left the keys, I must have dropped them outside and you found them. So then, um, with Julian already losing his licence, Henry decided to drive. On, on the one, I was the one insured yeah, on anyway. Yeah, insured drivers. So we thought that would be the safest option, yeah. So we brought it back to Western Star to the studio because we didn't really know where Probably else quite to go. Out of the way, yeah, but on the, in the meantime, we'd gone to Tesco and driven over a cone. So there was a cone dragging underneath <laughs> the van all the way from Tesco to Western Star. So we parked up, uh, Henry went to sleep in the back, uh, I took the keys off him, we sat there, and as we were getting out, out of the van, we could hear a helicopter. So we looked up, and um, there was a helicopter. We thought oh, it might just be flying over, but it was, ho it was hovering right straight above the van. So we thought, oh, that's a bit funny. Sort of got in the van, looked out a minute later, and it was still there. And about a minute after that, we saw in, our, in the wing mirrors, the police turned up. There was a different set of police. And they said, we just explained what had happened and said, oh, I'm just trying to get a head down, we're recording the album tomorrow. And uh, he said, fine, no problem, you know, don't cause any more trouble. Then just as he was walking off, the same set that had taken Julian's licence turned up, just walked straight up and said, who drove the van here because we'd taken the keys, blah, blah, blah. Henry I said, said, I said, Henry it, was said it was me. It was me. <coughs> they the took him out of the back, yeah. breathalyzed him. He was twice over the limit, I think it was, wasn't it? Yeah. They said, right, we're arresting you and took him down the cells. How were they? Absolutely shit. <laughs> <laughs> I got there and uh, handed my stuff over, as you know, you, you see in the films and everything, it was all like that, you know. Put it in bags and everything. Uh, they took me through, breathalyzed me on their proper machine, not one of the uh, things they do on the roadside. And um, what did they do after that? Took uh, swabs out of my mouth, DNA. Um, and they took my fingerprints and then they led me to the cell, which was absolutely crap. Just a sh fucking mat and a toilet. <laughs> Very cold. Was there anyone else in there? No, luckily. <laughs> I was hoping for a good bumming. Unfortunately, <laughs> I was out of luck. Out of luck yeah. So I woke up in the morning and a uh, kind policeman brought me back here. Which is very nice of him. Well, we started the album. Yeah, yeah well, we started rocking out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's all been downhill from there. <laughs> Until the next day when we uh, left the van keys in the van, which was locked. That's our escapades. Henry the Believers. <laughs> So there we have it. Ho, 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 hum. Happy Christmas, everyone. We've made it through again. It's another podcast done in the bag. Christmas special. Look out for the Easter special, the Hanukkah special, the Diwali special, the Ramadan special. They're all coming at you next year. Or maybe not. Though if there are any listeners in Israel, Palestine, or India, or anywhere else in the world... Then get in contact at info at western-star.co.uk. Put podcast in the subject title. Let us know where you are, where you're listening, 
and anything you want to say. Okay, let's finish off. This is Bad Detectives with Cadillac Under My Christmas Tree. I've been Bridge Williams, and this has been, as per usual, Western Star on www.western-star.co.uk. Thanks for listening. Woo! Star Psychobilly Podcast Christmas Special from www.western-star.co.uk.